You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. There's a perception that a generation of New Zealand home buyers are greedy and acquisitive and are locking young Kiwis out of the property market. Why buy another house when you already have one? Some economists have urged New Zealanders to put any savings into the share market so that local businesses can grow. But if you look back at this country's economic history, you can perhaps understand why older New Zealanders want their money to be as safe as houses. We've had the Bank of New Zealand teeter on the precipice twice. The first episode occurred in the late 80s and early 90s after a rural land boom based on credit in the 1870s. The second time the Bank of New Zealand needed bailing out occurred in the late 1980s as a result of another credit-driven asset price boom and bust cycle following financial deregulation. That was when the real damage was done in the 80s, specifically the 87 stock market crash that affected all share markets around the world, but none more so than New Zealand's. Most of the share markets around the world recovered quite quickly, but by the end of February 88, New Zealand's market had fallen almost 60% from its peak, and on a capital index basis, without factoring in dividends, the local stock exchange has never ever gone past the 87 peak. The economy went into recession in 1988, and a generation of investors, the baby boomers, turned away from capital markets and put their savings into property, and property-focused finance companies. Then the finance companies went belly up, and in recent years interest rates have been minimal. Great news for mortgage holders, not so good for people with money on term deposit. So little wonder so many Kiwis put any spare cash they had into houses. And perhaps a reason, this is a long way of getting to the point of the ComCom's um, banking investigation, perhaps a reason not to beat up on our banks. Yes, they make huge profits. No, we don't like our mortgages doubling and swallowing a good proportion of our income. But as New Zealand Banking Association CEO Roger Beaumont says, it's in everyone's best interests for banks to be successful. We got through the GFC and various other economic crises uh, without any banks falling over here. And we've seen just this year, you know, a couple of major banks in the US uh, fail uh, and one in Europe coming very close to failing and, and they were saved by being bought out by another bank. Um, so the flip side of profitable banks is things going horribly wrong, and I don't oh. think anybody in New Zealand would like to see their bank fail. That was Roger Belmont talking to Mike Hoskin on the Mike Hoskin Breakfast this morning. So the Commerce Commission, the government announced a Commerce Commission market study into the banks yesterday, and there's been no real reason why, otherwise, other than we don't like high mortgage rates. And really... Historically, they're not that high. It's just that they have been historically low in recent years, and now they're not. Both Labour and National, and the Greens, of course, see some political capital in lining up to bash the banks, pointing to the profits, pointing to the high cost of living, and saying it's not fair that so many New Zealanders are doing it tough. Seeing their mortgages double while the banks are making huge profits. So no real reason given. There are 16 retail banks, there is competition, you can swap between them. 
we're in recession. And the price of money is more expensive than it used to be. So you can see how it happens. However, uh, Sam Stubbs, who is the head of KiwiSavers uh, Provider Simplicity, and who was writing an opinion piece and stuff, has some very good questions. Why are big bank profits higher in New Zealand than Australia? Why is it so hard to compete? I would argue it's not with 16 banks to choose from. But he says there's no US retail bank here, very few banks from Europe and Asia. Why do locally owned banks struggle to grow? And he points to KiwiSaver as an example. Why has KiwiBank been so uncompetitive? It was founded to be the locally owned banking champion, keeping the Aussies honest, he says, yet it struggles to compete. Are banks fulfilling our lending needs, he asks. Bank lending has increasingly focused on mortgages. Arguably, he says the Reserve Bank has encouraged this. Is this appropriate when consumers, companies and farmers need credit to grow? Do banks have a social licence to operate? And are they honouring it? Banks get to privatise their profits, but socialise their losses, he says. Should they be using some of their profits doing more to help vulnerable customers and those who struggle with technology? So he has some questions around it that he thinks the Commerce Commission should be asking and should be looking into. What about you? I mean, it's not as though a Commerce Commission inquiry is going to fix anything or suddenly, magically, get those mortgages back down to the historically low rates. If you look at the inquiry into supermarkets... Boy, that cheese is so much cheaper, isn't it? No, it's not. Uh, petrol? No. Building material? I mean, it hasn't achieved anything, has it, in terms of making things better for consumers. All it does is give people a bit of righteous fury and indignation and give the politicians a few brownie points. Look at us. We take your concerns so seriously. We've demanded the Commerce Commission look at the way the banks conduct business. I mean, arguably, the two, they're, they're more competitive than supermarkets. You can go to a bank and you can, you know, horse trade. You can say, well, I'm going to take my enormous debt elsewhere unless you give me a better mortgage rate. You can chop and change if you wish. Try doing that with a block of cheese or a tray of tomatoes. I see they're $10. Well, I'm going to go down to Pack and Save and get them for 8 Your supermarket owner would say, Matewa, have a good trip. <laughs> See you later. Um, so what is to be gained by a Commerce Commission inquiry into banks? Do you see the need for one? Have you been able to horse trade and get a better rate? Do you believe there is something inherently wrong with a bank making a profit? As Roger Beaumont says, it's in our best interest for banks to be successful. The last thing we want is to see them tip over. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.